The Arizona Coyotes remain winless on the season with another loss. This time the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-1, the final score. We'll break all that down on today's episode as well as take a preview of the second of the back-to-back games. Now the Gamers and the Coyotes will be facing the Washington Capitals. Again, we're previewing that game today on this post-game show of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Robin Leano. Carl Pavlik, right next, right next beside me on this post-game live show of Locked On Coyotes. Um, once again, as I said it, uh, just earlier, the Arizona Coyotes take a 5-1 to loss to the reigning Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning, in the first of a back-to-back for the weekend. Um, and, uh, in a, the midst of one of the most difficult road trips that they will ever face, Carl, uh, you and I have been talking this game just wasn't a pretty game. wasn't a trash fire. Like it was like we were saying like last week against the, uh, Edmonton Oilers, but still wasn't a good game for the desert ducks. No, no, it was not. Uh, there was a lot to like about it. Uh, but there was a lot that went very wrong. Um, the biggest of which being another horrible five minutes in this case, uh, the first period where the coyotes let in three goals in the span of five minutes, just not a, not a good start to that game. Yeah. I actually missed the start to the game. I was, uh, out walking around my neighborhood. Um, and I kind of just, you know, did a couple extra laps and I checked the score when I got back and it said, uh, three zero already. I'm like, Oh, it's going to be one of these games. Yeah. And they were like, the Coyotes were in the offensive zone. There was a turnover. um, And then there was a goal. And then they were in the offensive zone. There was a turnover. And then there was a goal. Um, And then the third one was on the power play. uh, So that doesn't fit the narrative. Um, But uh, the Coyotes, you know, unlike against the Panthers, they were getting offensive zone time. But the Tampa Bay Lightning are one of those teams where you make one mistake, they can make you pay. Yeah. Um, and I think also one of the things that didn't help is, yeah, they had off, they had offensive pressure and they would, or they, I mean, offensive opportunities, best way to put it. They're yeah. not pressure, but offensive opportunities, but still they provided absolutely no assistance for their goaltender and back. Um, and that was the biggest issue in my side because you, um, yeah, if 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 we if we the Coyotes still had uh, like Darcy Camper, we'd have a we'd be having a different different conversation. But instead, you have um, Ivan Prosperov. Not, not I think still technically considered a rookie, even because he yeah only played only a couple games last year. So you're putting a rookie goaltender against the reigning Stanley Cup champions, and you provide him absolutely no assistance. You're going to lose this game. Yeah, absolutely, um, and. When like he is having to deal with a two-on-one with Steve Stamkos and Alex Killen, um, that's just like that's tough. Like he he got no offensive support. He got very 
like he got hung out to drag on a lot of breakaways. Uh, the Coyotes had one goal, like late, late, late in the game, but they need to find a way to connect. Uh, there was quite a few situations where the Coyotes came really close, and you know, part of that is like, is that just bad puck luck? Could that go in next time, or are they just not capitalizing on their opportunities? Absolutely, I think there was um, a couple things too. I was following through. Um, and trying to trying to see if there's anything I can take. Um, not very many opportunities off special teams. No. Um, and I mean we, that's I mean that's that's a season long discussion right there. Special teams power play yeah. has been terrible. Penalty kill has been abysmal. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, yeah, they uh, they looked okay on a couple penalty kills, but no, they're just letting in so many uh, power play goals. It is. Gotta be frustrating for the goaltenders, um, who, you know, they're just getting nothing, nowhere, like no area of the of the game. The Coyotes did well. What do you think? Um, looking on the on the on the power play side, um, I was reading about certain people had had opinions on this, but um, deciding to uh, pair up Chikrin with Gostaspear on the uh, at the point for. I mean. I like it. I I don't necessarily think the team has enough offensively gifted forwards where the four four forwards one defenseman works really well for them. Uh, so I'm fine with you know getting the two offensive defensemen um, on there. I think it could potentially do good. I don't know what the Coyotes need to make their power play work. I you know. It's going to be bad throughout the year. It's not going to continue to be this bad, but they need to find something. They do need to find something because they remain winless. They still have yet to win a single game, 0-6-1 on the season. And the schedule is not getting easier right now. Um, they have a couple hard games coming up. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what they can do to at least show some kind of life, turn things around. Um, whether it's maybe even at least just another bring a game into overtime, take an overtime loss or something, get another point because they still only, I mean, I mean, they're lucky right now to have one point. Yeah. Well, they need to find a way to like build off of their energy in game. Like, I think they responded well to Liam O'Brien and, and, uh, Pat Maroon dropping the gloves in the start because they had like a pretty solid first four minutes and, they just like like those kind of small moments that could really like make a difference for this team because it also works for the bad moments like that first goal they let in another goal two minutes after that so they need to find a way to like build off good things and you know stop the you know bleeding on the small things too yeah um but again it's when it comes to this team up, up against hard hard opponents um, and again, like I mentioned in the, in the pregame show, you know, their, um, lowest ranked opponent was 22. The rest of them were top 15, I think top 15, top 16 teams. Like they're in the upper half. Um, yeah. it's in like most of them are like top 10 teams. Let's even be honest. Um, in Tampa, Florida, uh, St. Louis is Washington. up there. Washington, like. <laughs> like this is not where you want to be <laughs> yeah no uh like there's no way around it it's it's gonna be bad uh 
we are seeing the bad. Uh, the Coyotes are going to hopefully get like a few lucky breaks and, and maybe like prove something. But these are the games that the team is going to lose because that's just the team that it is this year. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's finish off this because uh, um, obviously I know we probably want to talk a, a little about uh, talk about the loss as little as possible and look forward to the next game, even though it might not be much better. Um, but let's finish off this conversation with saying, what do the Coyotes do with Ivan Prospetov? Because if if this is a kind of game that we're, that's a showing of what they're going to do when Ivan Prospetov is up there. It do, it's going to, A, I'm going to tell you this, do super little for his development, and B, it's, uh, it just doesn't look good for the uh, for the Coyotes or him himself. Just like So it is in both for the team's best interest to not have him up here in Glendale. I mean, yeah. Uh, I do think there's like, you don't need to send him down right away. Uh, I would kind of like to see him uh, maybe play the Anaheim game. And then just have Vejmelko start like the next couple. Um, this is the situation where we were talking about this before. Like, what do you really do? Do you put Prosvetov against the Tampa Bay Lightning, defending Stanley Cup champions who haven't had the best start, or do you put him against the Washington Capitals on a game where everyone's going to be a little bit more tired? Like, there was no good answer for this one. Uh, I think there's a benefit with keeping him up. Until Hutton is well in a week or two, anything longer, send it back down. Make sure that he's just starting for the Roadrunners. Yeah, he needs to spend, <clears throat> to me, he needs to spend as much time in Tucson as possible. Because um, we know in Tucson, he is the uh, absolute number one guy. Um, he will start the majority of the games in Tucson. Yosef Kozhenosh will probably take a couple if there's like a really, really tough back to back against tough opponents. Yeah. But that's about it. Um, and you know, we like Vejmelka, he's a not like he's, I mean, I wouldn't say he's a starter. He is a fringe starter, but is he capable? I think he's capable of holding down the fort for a little bit. while um, uh, while Hutton is gone and, you know, maybe get coach Nosh and touches. I just really like, it's just, if they, the team plays this way consistently with Ivan Presbytov and net, it's just, it's just going to do little for him. Yeah, no. Um, th- there's a reason why he started the season in Tucson, because we know that this is going to be what happens. This is going to be the team uh, to a greater or less extent. Um, they'll play better than this. They'll play worse than this. Uh, not, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely still be able to play worse than this. And you don't want to have prospects have, you know, having that team in front of him, have him have a halfway decent team in front of him while he improves what he does and learns to be a goaltender. Um, but, and like I said, a week, two, that's fine. Anything longer than that, you need to figure something else out because he should go down. But I, I'm fine with him in the very, very, very short term. Absolutely. But we still got more to get to on this episode. Uh, we're going to talk about the um, the upcoming stuff. What are we going to see from the second game of the back-to-backs? Uh, the Arizona Coyotes set to face um, 
tomorrow and or tonight based off of when you're listening to this, the Washington Capitals. All of that coming up in just a sec. But first, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious favorites? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they are definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know all the flavors, you are missing out. They got amazing flavors ranging from mint brownie to salted caramel, cookies and cream, German chocolate, and more. I absolutely love their churro puff flavor. And again, I recently got a chance their paranormal pumpkin flavor as well. Um, another of their puff bars that are filled with marshmallow. Absolutely delicious. Definitely don't taste um, like a protein bar to me. It tastes closer to a candy bar. And uh, I, But the best part is they're healthy too. They are uh, you know, high in protein, low in calories, uh, low in sugar, low in carbs, all the things that you want out of a good protein bar. Um, and I couldn't recommend them more. And if you guys go to built.com and you go and use the promo code locked 15, you get 15% off your order. Once again, use the promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Okay. Now let's go ahead and talk. Um, and let's move on from talking about the Coyotes lost to Tampa. Um, again, like I said, we want to take a little bit, a little bit, talk a little bit of that as possible. We have to address it, obviously, because we're on post-game live. But let's now discuss the uh, what's next for the Coyotes. They have a second of a back-to-back. They face um, the Washington Capitals coming up next. Um, and this is going to be an even tougher game, Carl. I mean, yeah, we're going to have probably Vejmelka in a slightly better, but I mean, again, if the Coyotes play the same way that they played against um, Tampa, it's going to be the same result. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, this is going to be basically uh, another game against a tough team, although everyone's going to be a little bit more tired. Um, so that's never good. This is going to be the first back-to-back that we see uh, for the Coyotes this season. And if nothing else, it'll be interesting to kind of see what moves Bear likes to make with it. Um, the scratches for today were uh, Louis Erickson and Cam Deneen. Uh Do we switch that up? Maybe take Mayo out? Uh, he didn't exactly have the best game. Uh, put Erickson in. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what he does. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what he does, um, because yeah, because we haven't seen we haven't seen these back to backs before. I think um, I'm trying to think if there's anything close to a back to back that we've had. Um, no, we just had just one day off um, yeah. in a couple of these cases, um, and that's take and that makes a difference. Uh, one day off makes a difference versus back to back. It makes a massive difference. Let's be honest. Um, now again, they have to face against a top three team in the National Hockey League. Yeah. Uh, Is it like, I mean, if nothing else, there are some teams who like to have that quick rebound. Uh, I can't imagine you want to rebound against the Capitals, but, you know, get rid of, you know, a 5-1 loss is tough. You don't want to have to dwell on that. Um, Looking on the bright side, maybe the Coyotes will be, you know, able to quickly bounce back. I don't believe what I'm saying. No, come on. Like we're, <laughs> we're talking about the Arizona Coyotes who have, you know, haven't won a game at this point going up against Alex Ovechkin, who is hungry to try to stay on pace to try to break uh, Wayne Gretzky's record. Yeah. He's still a couple of seasons away from doing that, but look at him. That kid is not slowing down. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like uh, the Coyotes have been great defensively or goaltending-wise, so he'll probably be looking to add quite a few to that. Yeah. Uh, when they put that record in there after he breaks it, they should asterisk the Coyotes this season because I'm sure we'll give him up a lot. Uh, I mean, luckily we don't play them a lot, so like yeah. he won't have to do that a lot. Um, but still... It's just not the way you want to go. Yeah. No, it's it's not. Um, they're like these kind of road trips, especially early on, they can be basically a testing ground for what kind of player you are. How do you respond after you just got your ass kicked and you have to play another great team? And that's really the most important thing. That's the thing that I think the coaching in the front office is going to be looking at and what the fans are going to be looking for. Like, who goes out there and has a big game? Like, even if the Coyotes lose, who has, like, a highlight reel play? Who, like, sticks to it? Um, I think the, like, kind of O'Brien fight to start off with is him saying, like, look, this is going to be my role. I'm going to be an energy guy. We need everyone else to do that to do what they're supposed to do in a situation like this when you know that you're probably going to lose yeah um the way i want to see it for the coyotes for the game is i just want to see uh what's the what's the the best term i want I'm, i'm trying to explain maybe maybe you maybe you can read my mind on this it's just like uh I'm trying to be, yeah, I, I don't know the word for it. Uh, I mean, I guess fight. Um, resilience. Resilience. Uh, Some kind of resilience, maybe? Like, yeah. Because, like, look, they know, I mean, they know they're complete underdogs in every game they're going to play this year. Yep. Um, but still, they should, like, not, like, they shouldn't have to go into the game, um, like pitying themselves sure they got they should they should they should go in and actually be like tr- like treat every game like it's just a like, like a new day like you're you know like you're zeros and zero, like you're zero zero and gotta take the next win and or next next opportunity um and play with as much fight as you can um yeah. as much as much of a strong mentality as you can because if they keep at this, with the base of the way we're saying, like we're do, looking at, when they kind of like have a bad stretch of games or bad just stretch of minutes, this is what we're going to keep seeing, and we're not going to see if this is the case. We're not going to see them win anytime soon. Yeah, um, and this is uh, what coaching is going to be so important for this season. Like Bear needs to be the type of coach who can keep his players engaged, keep them like trying their hardest can't let them get mired in the dumps up for a loss because if they start doing that it's it's only going to get worse that's how you get a toxic culture um where just you're expecting to lose everything you need to be able to go into every game and think you know this is going to be it we're the underdogs it happens in hockey all the time the team that probably shouldn't win a game steals one we're going to steal this one and they're not going to, but they just need to have that mindset. They cannot give up mentally, especially this early on, because it is going to be a long season. 
It's going to be a long season. We're only seven games in to an 82 game season. Um, and, um, yes, this is a hard road trip and maybe by the time Anaheim comes, they might somehow have squeaked out some kind of win. Um, maybe, well, obviously it's only two games away or three games away, but still, um, maybe they, maybe that's, maybe Anaheim is their first win of the year. And then they have Seattle when they come home. Um, we'll see. Yeah. And, and I do think that there's been moments where they looked good. They looked like they could compete. It only happened for a couple of minutes at a time. If they could just string all that together, you know, you can make something happen. Um, I think they have definitely had bad luck this, uh, to start this, uh, like a, a puck bouncing off a leg. That's just bad luck. Um, and I think they're going to, you know, eventually do for some good luck. Lawson Kraus got his first goal, or was it his first goal? It felt like his first goal. <laughs> it felt like his um, I think it, I, I think he had a goal a couple games ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, like, no, yeah, you're, you're right. He uh, It was his second goal. And after all the bad luck he had this season to have, like, two seven games in, that's, like, pretty cool. It is pretty cool, um, but you know we'll 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 keep previewing this game and we'll and we'll uh, let you know what we all think how the game is going to go down. On the next segment, we're going to talk all about that, make some predictions, and uh, we'll see if there's at least any source of optimism in any case. All that coming up in just a sec. But first, let's look, take a little quick word from Carl, who's got some special word for us. Yep, I do. And that's, we're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so now it's prediction time. Um, it's time to take a look at the. Uh, uh, the the, bet, the betting trends and how things are going to go. Um, let's take a look at the betting trends here. Um, I do not see a uh, a puck line available at this time, but um, the Capitals are minus two seventy three favorites over the um, the Coyotes. Coyotes are plus two forty two. Uh, That's about right. And with the uh, total points set at six. Hmm. So. Def- definitely seem like Capitals being the favorites. Uh, that, that's pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. About the goals. 
because we can't exactly count on the Coyotes to get goals, uh, especially with Nick Schmaltz being down. Although Barrett Hayton did get an assist uh, today, uh, he looked pretty good offensively. That's true. So, but still, I'm expecting uh, the Capitals to be the more offensive end of that. I think that we're. I would go with the over for goals. I think there's going to be more than six. So you're going to take the over. Yeah. Um, let me think about that. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to bet on total points because I think it will end right at six. Yeah. See, that's. That's a good point. Six it does seem reasonable. It's what we had today. Uh, I just think there's going to be a little bit more offense tomorrow, uh, either from the Coyotes trying to have a little bit of a bounce back, and then still just the Capitals hammering away. Yeah, it's yeah. Either way, um, I'm going to assume that the um, just because of the way a bet online has been doing it, it's they always hit the puck line at um, minus one and a half. Um, in yeah. favor of the fa- the favored team, so um, let's just put it this way: um, if when the puck line does become available, my bet will my my pick will be to bet on Washington on the puck line because it's not going to look easy. It's not going to look fun. No, no, uh, that's a that's probably a smart money right there. Uh, who do you think uh, Washington starts a net? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, because I was kind of hoping the Lightning would start their backup, although they were looking for their first home win. I'm gonna say, you know, I think maybe they put in Vanacek. Um, let's see what what their schedule looks like. Um, Vanacek paid uh, last against Detroit, and that was a overtime loss in Det- to Detroit. Um, so I could see that being like uh, putting back in there overtime losses. Um, hmm, because that's a tough one. Because the question is, because here's the question. Obviously, they have a few days days off. Does Washington want to put uh, Sam Sanov or Vanacek against the Lightning when they play on Monday? Mm. I think that's the biggest question. I mean, yeah. Or, like, how do they want to handle the rebound from an overtime loss to the, especially you said Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, that could be like a throw them back in there and be like, hey, we know you got this like confidence boost game. So. So I think so. Yeah, I think uh, I think they'll put in Vanacek. Yeah, which uh, is definitely going to make it harder for the Coyotes to score. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So definitely you have the, the smart bet right there. Um. So. That's how I say is I think um, so I say for me yeah the bet bet betting will only go on one and that will be to bet the puck line which isn't available on bet online yet 
but it probably will be in the next couple hours. Um, or by the time you're listening to this, it already will be available. So if you have yet to bet on that um, and you want to bet on it, that is my pick if you want to like make some uh, some easy money. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to live dangerously, like your Austin Powers in the start of the movie, and go with that- my bet for the over. <laughs> It's it'd be a real power move. Uh, I mean, so. that's not even a money maker though, because that's mm-hmm. minus one thirteen according to Bet Online. Yeah, versus I know. Plus, plus one hundred two for the under. Yeah, Austin Powers did not make that bet well. Uh, if you remember that movie, he lost, uh, and that's how I gamble, like the satire characters. I guess we'll have to see. Um, yeah, but those are our picks for that game. Um, would you say your final score? Did I say a final score? Maybe um, not. Maybe no. Um, five two, uh, Washington. You got five two, Washington. Yeah. Um, I will have the same score as we just saw tonight. It's going to be a five one game. Ooh. So we both think Washington is just going to light up the Coyotes. <laughs> oh. <sighs> do you want to do? Do you want me to make a bold prediction on this? Like a yeah. some, make a bold just, prediction. Alex Ovechkin gets a hat trick. Ooh, that is a bold prediction. That's a very bold prediction. Um, I can't even make a bold prediction about this one. Uh, here, let's do this. Uh, Coyotes, both goals come from defensemen. Both goals for you come for the Coyotes come from defensemen. That's how you pick. I, I, okay. I like it. I like it. Um, those are our picks for this game, and that's going to um, do it for us as we're running out of time. Um, but uh, once again, the next game will be on Friday, so that will either be tomorrow night, based if you're listening to this right now on this live, or um, tonight, if you're listening to this on the podcast form um, when we publish this the next day. Um, that game starts at the uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, so 4 o'clock again, so the same time as as the uh, previous game and as any game that we're going to see on the East Coast for the next week until, guess what? Daylight savings hits for the rest of the United States and not for us. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to love that because we're not going to be back into Mountain Time Zone, so then time actually makes more sense to us. Because we're always in mountain zone, mountain time zone, and I always have to explain that to people. I just say Arizona time, uh, yeah. and, and we live in 2021. So if you don't understand what I mean when I say Arizona time, you can Google it. Yes, um, but for those who are unfamiliar, and like I just said, the Arizona, the state of Arizona, is one of the only states, I think, if the only state, but these that does not participate in daylight savings time. Except for the Navajo Nation. Except the Navajo Nation, which does take a huge chunk of the state. Yes. Um, in the, the, the northeastern corner. Yeah. Uh, the they do tend to get forgotten when we discuss that. Uh, they are part of Arizona, um, and they do. So most of Arizona, uh, population-wise, does not partake in daylight savings time. Yeah. The uh, part of Arizona that is... Uh, not of sovereign land. Yeah. 
Anyways, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, a like, a comment, a subscribe if you've yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcast, now including YouTube. Um, don't forget to interact with us on social media as well. We are at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leano. That is R-O-B-Y-N underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik F-F-H. Interact with us, ask us a question, um, and we might answer them right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Well, once again, that is it for us today. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.